I know I've got another regular podcasting gig these days, but this Guardian column trashing Doctor Who just can't wait until Tuesday. Hi, I'm Chip, and this is episode 422 of the Two Minute Time Board Podcast. The phrase, hold my beer, has become a cliché best suited for PR disasters involving soft drink corporations, airlines, and clueless malicious press secretaries. And yet, Abigail Chandler's column in the April 12th Guardian, an act of vile calumny according to one of my podcasting brethren, or is that vile calumny? Well, that would have me begging you to clutch my Lone Rider Brewing Company shotgun Betty Hefeweizen for me, if it weren't for this bloody carb-restricted diet I'm on. But anyway, Chandler's column is clickbaitingly headlined, though probably not by her, How Can Smug, Stale Doctor Who Get Back to Its Glory Days? And then she goes on to cite her every personal grievance with the show as a reason the last series had comparatively low ratings in the UK. She didn't like a shilder in Danny Pink. Peter Capaldi's too old to draw audiences. Clara Oswald was too smug and arrogant to ground the show. And finally, because Chandler's losing interest in the show, the fault clearly must lie in a showrunner who's passed his sell-by date. Clearly. The problem with Chandler's column isn't her opinions about the show. It's all right to dislike the Twelfth Doctor and Clara. I disagree, but that's okay. Or her broad assertion that Stephen Moffat tends to get his female characters wrong. There are, of course, valid feminist criticisms of Moffat's writing, and Russell T. Davis's, and anyone else's. The problem is confirmation bias, which is the tendency to interpret all the information around you in a way that just reinforces what you already believe. Opinion writing about art and pop culture can be rife with confirmation bias, but my favorite essayists are humble enough to acknowledge their biases or they do the legwork to justify their opinions. Yes, ratings are down and the doctor is older. And the nature of British television has also changed a lot. And the BBC scheduling has been erratic. And the show's been on the air with brief hiatuses since 2005. You know, in the absence of a global opinion poll by Gallup or someone, casting the show's misfortunes as the result of your own critical preferences is cherry-picking to fit your confirmation bias. Oh, and lest we forget, the 2016 Christmas special had BBC America's highest ratings. As a fan of The End of Time, I'm used to having unpopular opinions in the world of hardcore Doctor Who fans who don't care that Tenet's finale had an appreciation index score of 89 that was incredibly high for a show with such high ratings. <gasps> so I sympathize with Abigail Chandler, who has opinions that will be alternately praised and vilified on the Gallifrey Base Forum, and sometimes it's hard to know which is worse. But for every Abigail Chandler, there's another Doctor Who fan or casual viewer who thinks it's just as good as it ever was, or even that it's in its best days. With principal photography having wrapped on Series 10 and the show about to air, it's poor grace for one of the UK's great newspapers to drag the show down. If you look closely at Chandler's column, she has nice things to say about the series premiere and the new companion played by Pearl Mackey. That, and not an airing of grievances should have been the story. Remember that 2MTL is going to be a much more occasional podcast these days because I'm concentrating on the new This Week in Time Travel with my partner in crime, Alyssa Frankie. Find us there at thisweekintimetravel.com or on Twitter at drwhothisweek. You can still tweet at me at numeral 2 minute time lord, and don't drop your subscription to 2MTL. One day, I will be back.